Hello and welcome to the Mental Fitness Podcast Episode 2 with me your host Kevin Groom. My guest this week is Davey Maher. Davey is a personal trainer and online coach who helps people permanently transform their bodies with zero food restrictions through his Fit and Fearless Blueprint program. Davey, welcome to the show. For everyone listening, could you just tell us a bit about yourself and your own background? So I'm, I'm a proud Tipperary man, Kevin, yeah. So well, I grew up really surrounded by all my family members on both sides. My mother's family would be Floyd. My father's family would be Mahers, obviously. So they're all steeped in GA. So they're all a big, passionate GA families, okay? So from the age of six years of age, I was started playing hurling and Gaelic football. And then... I suppose I captained the primary school team to our first ever county final in hurling. So that was uh, my first kind of um, achievement. Then I represented Tipperary in football and hurling, under 14, under 15, under 16, minor. So hurling was always my first love. I was always up at the local GA pitch playing hurling at a very young age. I did play soccer as well. But uh, the number one game in in our family in in the parish was, was hurling. He's on a Tipperary team at the moment, Donna, and my older brother was, he's an All-Ireland medal back in 2011, I think. So in, um, I think it was 2009, if I'm not mistaken, you you had kind of a a horrific leg injury. Talk talk through what what happened there. Well, that year was actually, I was having the best year of my life in terms of uh, my performances on the field, playing hurling. I, I was in the gym three times a week on my own and then I was training with the club three times a week who was our manager Tony Constantine was our manager at the time he was a former clear selector in 95 and 97 so we were training really hard we were training like an inter-county team to be honest and I was I can still to this day remember every single ball I hit in that game we were playing I was playing full back for my club Burgess in a senior hurling North Championship, we were playing Nina A. Rogue. It was down in Tumivara. And I was actually having a really, really good game. And anyway, the second half, I was running out to the ball, nobody around me, and I caught my leg in the ground. And next thing I know, I was on the ground screaming. And I'll never forget the pain. It was horrific. So I just looked down, basically looked down at my leg and my knee was hanging on was hanging off, sorry. The pain was just fucking really, really bad. Um, I never forget it. What happened? I went for it. Was, it wasn't an actual challenge. No, there was nobody around me. That's the weird thing. When I was just running out, I just caught my foot in the ground and twisted, my leg twisted all around. So I ended up do, doing serious, serious damage to my leg. My ACL, my PCL, my LCL, I damaged nerves. The perineal nerve that dorsiflexes your foot up and down. I couldn't move my foot for three or four years, so I had what's called a foot drop. And, well, I haven't played any sports since, to be honest. It was a career-ending injury. And what was the kind of diagnosis afterwards where you told, you know, you'd obviously have trouble walking or you wouldn't walk, or what was the what was the diagnosis? Well, basically, I was taken to Nina Hospital at the time, and they couldn't do anything there. They took x-rays. So I was transferred to Limerick Regional Hospital. And I was in there for seven days. They couldn't do anything there either. It was so severe. So I was transferred to Beaumont Hospital up in Dublin. 
I was there. I got my first operation there, which was uh, a big operation. And, oh, my God, the pain waking up from that operation was, was horrific, you know. But um, I was told by the surgeon that operated on me, he never seen any sporting injury like mine. He said he'd seen one guy that had a similar injury, but he, he was involved in a motorbike accident and he nearly died. See, it was it was up there with the with the worst that he's seen. Yeah, he, he I never forget it. I was um before my operation, I was sitting around. I was lying in bed. And my parents were there. And he came in and he goes, "Okay, look, this is what's going to happen. I'll get your legs some way back together again, fixed. But you will have to learn to walk again, and you can forget about your 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 sporting career." Which to me, you know, I, mean, I just broke down crying. I was. That was a really low part of my life. It was rock bottom. Because imagine, hurling was everything to me. Sport was everything to me. And all of a sudden, you know, I it was gone from me, you know. I, so it was it was tough. And how, how did you kind of pick yourself up then and, you know, get back on track? And it must have took a long time to, to get your head around it. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was just destroyed. Physically, I was fucked and... Mentally, I was, I was, I, as I said, I hit rock bottom. I mean, I ended up getting three operations in total, and you know, I couldn't work. I was very, very lucky. I had my family supporting me, my, my friends, my club, Burgess. They had a fundraiser for me. You know, it was, it was a part of my life where I either had to, I could have went both ways. I could have got worse, or I could have done something about it. And you know, I haven't played sports since, but I. I have recovered mentally and physically for sure. Yeah, I mean, just on the the physical side, how did you then kind of move into the kind of the fitness side of things? And was it something you were always interested in with the hurling? And I suppose I I started lifting weights at an, a late age. I think before my injury, I think it was two thousand and seven. I started lifting weights. Our chairman at the time, I think it was Pat Carroll or Pat Kremen, they decided to get some weights up in the local GA complex. I was the only one that was actually using it. I was, once I found out there was weights there, I got in there on my own. I started learning on my own. And I was just addicted straight away, man. I didn't even really know what I was doing, but I started seeing results in my physique. I guess from there then, I just, you know, that's where it all started. I've um, I've just recently joined the gym and I can, I can kind of see how, how you can get into it really easy. Like you can, you know, it's, you can see the results really quickly and you kind of start getting almost hooked into it yeah especially when you start seeing physical changes in your body you know even the mental side that's the only reason i i, I work out is i feel absolutely incredible after the gym yeah i, I, I could definitely vouch for that yeah it's it's just such a kind of a release and you just feel so so good after a workout it's the only place where i actually feel calm and it's like therapy for me really working out you you've developed kind of your own your own online program to um, tell us a bit about the program and and how exactly it, it works. Yeah, I I've had a few online programs the last few years. I suppose my main signature program at the moment is I call it the Fit and Fearless Blueprint. What is it? I suppose it's it's a, it's an online program. It's ninety days in length. It's basically for people that are struggling to get motivated to go to the gym and they lead a busy lifestyle and they've went through loads of different fad diets and yo-yo dieting phases and basically my program walks them through how to create a better relationship with food 
and um, to permanently lose weight without without doing hours and hours of cardio and without restricting any of their favorite foods. Yeah, just, you mentioned about the kind of the the yo-yo diets and the fad diets, and there's there's a lot of them kind of in in the industry. Um, what are your own kind of thoughts on those on those kind of diets? Well, they're they're everywhere. I mean, I think the health and fitness industry, the weight loss industry, is is I read somewhere it's like sixty six billion dollar industry. So I mean, there's a lot of I won't name and shame. Well, look, there's Weight Watchers, there's Herbalife. They all just are interested in getting money out of your pocket. I mean, you get results in the short term for sure, but in the long term, if you stick to what they preach, you're gonna fuck up your your health. You're gonna fuck up your metabolism. All the hormones you need for for optimum fat loss. But they don't tell you this. So anyone, anyone can lose. Anyone can lose 20, 30 pounds in, in a week or two. Another statistic for you is 95% of people who diet, within three years, they gain all the weight back and more. People don't know how to diet properly. They don't know how to reverse diet. They don't know about diet breaks. They're constantly in this yo-yo cycle, binge eating cycle. That's fucking up their health. Are those the most kind of common failures and, and frustrations you see with people who come to you? I think it is, yeah. I mean, I think it's the majority of clients that come to me are people that want to lose weight. And I ask them, okay, what? I ask them about, about their diet history. And I'm amazed by some of the diets they've been on, what they go through. They're, they're overtraining, they're doing endless amount of cardio, they're under eating, they're doing serious damage to their health. You know, it's really something that is rife in the fitness industry, in my opinion, especially with women. Do you, do you think a, a lack of knowledge is is a huge factor? It is, most definitely. I mean, they're just, they're not educated on how to go through a fat loss phase in a safe way without damaging your hormones, without damaging your metabolism. People are afraid to, to eat more, to, to take a step back in terms of their training which is needed, you know. They don't have the correct structure and plan in place, you know. Yeah, even kind of personally for myself, I've consumed so much information and over the last kind of year or so in relation to diet, nutrition and training, it's it's going to really help me to understand, to come up with something that's sustainable and, you know, what food what foods work and, you know, how your body reacts to foods and, you know, calorie deficits and, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I learned the hard way. I done three men's physique shows here in Toronto, so I done them all myself. I had to diet down to a really low body fat level. I went through the whole binge eating and yo-yo dieting myself. So, if you're entering a fat loss phase, it's it's not to be treated. You know, it's it's really it can be it can really fuck you up if you don't do it properly. What are the kind of the most common questions that people ask you, either from a client side or just even through through like your your social media as well oh man i get a lot of i get a lot of dms on instagram especially the majority of which are really silly questions really that's a good question i guess the basics around motivation a lot of people struggle with motivation i think and meal prepping you know they don't prep their meals i mean in terms of motivation they're they do, again they don't know where to start a lot of people are they don't have the experience going to the gym they don't know what exercises to do it comes down to they're just not educated on the correct nutritional habits as well so i guess it comes down to what exercises to do and where to start and how to 
get the motivation to get into the gym in the first place, I guess. Yeah. What what, what advice would you offer to someone kind of starting out on a on a weight loss journey or, or a fitness journey? Or, or is it kind of more each client is different and, and they have their own specific needs? Just don't be afraid to eat. Eat at your maintenance level. You know, a lot of people are afraid to overeat, but it is necessary. In order to lose fat, you have to be to be okay with gaining a bit of fat. You can't be in a fat loss phase forever. You need to spend time in a surplus, spend time in, at maintenance calories levels to restore all your hormones, to restore your metabolism, keep the fire burning, you know. And I'll, I'd also say, um, you know, cardio, you don't need to do all this endless amount of cardio because it's, it's actually not necessary for fat loss. So I'd focus on more resistance training, which would be lifting weights. I'd also say you have to be willing to invest in, in a weight loss coach because, you know, if, if, if you're willing to spend X amount a month on alcohol and, and material things like cars and phones and vacations, well, there's no reason why you, you have to invest in your health in a proper weight, li- weight loss coach to, to get sustainable uh, weight loss results. People, there's so much information out there. People can get kind of bogged down, I suppose. They don't know. There's so many different diets and plans, and especially with social media, there's so many different kind of people in the fitness industry. That it's just confusing more so than anything else. They, they, don't, they just don't know where to start. The best diet is the one that you can stick to, and it includes your favorite foods. But that's the one that's only more, more sustainable. Keto diet, and I've been through them all, man, believe it or not. I, low carb, low fat, beach diet, Atkins, keto, you know, they're all restricting food groups. If you, I find for me and for my clients, it's flexible dieting works best, which is what they call, I think they call it, if it fits your macros. What does your own kind of training and nutrition look like at the moment? What, what's, what does a typical day look like for you? At the moment... At the moment, I'm in a bulk phase, to be honest. I'm trying to gain gain muscle, so it's the winter time. So for me, it's I'm trying to get as strong as possible and to gain lean muscle. So my training will be, I would train about five, six times a week. So we mainly bodybuilding-style workouts. But I also do Olympic lifts. I actually done some boxing this morning as well. I like being... Is, is there anybody, do you have um, kind of uh, a group of people, of- people you follow on on social media yourself um who do i follow i follow lane, lane norton i love lane norton he's he brings the science he talks about the science of uh, nutrition he's he preps all the bodybuilders and he's a he's a bodybuilder himself an ex-bodybuilder Um, i love his videos it really inspires me i like andy forsella he has a podcast called the mfceo project he's just he's just like a regular guy who really inspires and motivates people in their careers and he was he went through a lot of shit himself and now he's he's over one of the biggest companies in the world when you're not training and and dealing with clients and everything else how, how do you kind of relax and unwind uh i probably listen to a lot a lot of podcasts anyone's in particular um the mfceo project what i told you there yeah andy Versella, he's his podcasts are very very good um amanda bucci her podcast is called Gucci Radio. She's an she's an amazing person. She's what she's accomplished at such a young age is is ridiculous. Obviously, um, Gary V. Everyone listens to Gary V. What else do I do? I like I like reading, man, and I like 
I'm not a big TV watcher. I suppose I like um, Toronto is home to to some of the best restaurants in the world. I mean, I'm a real foodie. I love eating out. It's a very multicultural city. Like you have every nationality in the world here. Then you have every every kind of cuisine and every food you can think of. Yeah. So I love Mexican food and Greek food. So many diverse restaurants. It's amazing. I love the city. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a great city. Um, do you have any any plans to any plans in the future to kind of expand your program or anything else in in the pipeline? Well, at the moment, I'm actually making the, the transition from being a, a personal trainer to becoming an, a full time online coach. So this is the year that, that that's going to happen. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And do you have clients from all around, or is it mainly mainly in in Canada? Well, my personal training clients, I've had long-term clients for three or three or four years. I'm very lucky to have long-term clients here in, in Toronto. But then I've been doing online coaching for over two and a half years as well. The goal is yeah, to get out of the gym and do everything online, which I am transitioning to doing that at the moment. It's a top process so you can help more people and, and expand to different areas. Well, I mean, I can reach more people. And freedom of movement, I can work anywhere in the world, so I don't have to be restricted to one city. So I can just, all I need is a Wi-Fi and laptop, and I can be over in Thailand, or I can be in the Philippines, or I can be in Bali. I can go home to Ireland more regularly, you know. It's funny, when I came here five and a half years ago, I went home after six weeks because I, I hated it, man. I struggled to settle here, and if people are, were different, I, I couldn't get a job, the weather was brutal. So I went home after six weeks and I was going to stay at home, but I said, fuck it, I'll give it another chance. And you're, you're probably glad that you gave it another chance. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Jeez. Well, the thing is, I was working in construction for, for 12 months. I was um, involved in concrete work. So I was getting up at 5.30 a.m. I wouldn't come home till 5 p.m. And then I was training my friends in the evening from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. So I was so wrecked and tired. Construction was not for me. I used to hate it. So, yeah, no, man. Can you imagine working out in minus 26 degrees as well? I wasn't born. I wasn't born to, to work in a construction site. I was born to... My purpose and my passion is uh, helping people, you know, through health and fitness. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great that you've kind of found your, your passion and it kind of links into your kind of your, your passion is, is your job, I suppose. Yeah, I know, man. I wake up every morning. I actually, I love going to work. I love what I do. I love helping people. I walk into a gym, I just get a buzz. I just, you know, I just get serious energy and my clients feed off that energy. And, you know, there's other trainers there and we all have fun. We're all following our passion. We may not be millionaires, but, you know, we're, we're progressing every year, every day. We're learning and we're helping as many people as we can. And, you know, it's just a start. So excited about, I'm so excited about the future of, of where I'll be in five years' time. I mean, I'm, what I've what I've learned and went through in Canada is is, is amazing for my own for my own um, self esteem and confidence. You know, I'm I'm a better person. Yeah, hopefully, kind of um, people listening will kind of get a get a bit of motivation, and you know, they'll they'll get a, a lot of value out of kind of what what you've been through and, and and where you've gotten to. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, a lot of people listening may relate to getting a serious injury or hitting rock bottom in their life and bouncing back and you know they may be unhappy in their jobs and 
unwilling to take that risk in following their passion. But I mean, I haven't made it by any means. I still have to work hard every single day, but I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly how to get there. It can be done. Just want to kind of thank you, David, just for taking the time just to come on the show and and sharing your story and your your advice. And hopefully, as I said, people get a lot of value from it. Um, if people want to find out more about yourself, where or your program, where's where's the best place they can go? Um, my number one place where they can find me, I suppose, would be my Instagram, Davy Mar Fitness, Davy Mar Fitness on my Facebook business page. Excellent. I'll I'll link all that up in the in the show notes at the end. Listen, David, thanks thanks very much for coming on. Um, I really appreciate the time to come on and. I wish you all the best for the future. No bother, man. Good luck with your new podcast, man. I'll be I'll be looking out for you and I'll be supporting you.